Two Lit Chicks Book Bites with Julia Boggio. Welcome to another episode of Two Lit Chicks Book Bites. And today I am joined again by the amazing Victoria Hislop. And uh, she's the author of 10 books, including most recently The Figurine, which has just hit the shelves. And I can tell you that it is a treat. So please do go out and and buy that one. And also you can join me in my uh, book club online, Two Lit Chicks Book Club, to have further discussions about the book. So uh, all that aside, thank you for joining me again, Victoria. (laughs) Uh, it's a pleasure. It's lovely to talk to you again. <laughs> um, so, so tell me, you've been you've been doing this for a while now, since the you know mid uh, two thousand. What is it, around two thousand five? Yes. Or, what do we yeah. call them? We never found a word, really, did we? Yeah, the mid noughties. Yeah. yeah, the mid noughties. Yeah. Yes, yes. I like the mid noughties. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't very them naughty. Sound a lot were more they? fun than they were. <laughs> yeah, they, they were. They were quite banal, really. Those noughties. <laughs> The 80s should be called the noughties, you know. Exactly. Uh, I was quite looking forward to the noughties and they were incredibly yeah. boring. Anyway. Oh, oh, well, let's talk about writing anyway. Um, yeah. So, so, yeah. So, tell me, if, if you were talking to, uh, you know, a, a young writer, what, what is it that you would tell them? Gosh, well, if you want to write a novel, you have to have an idea that simply won't leave you alone. I mean, this is my experience. I mean, I don't think you can just sit down with a a blank sheet and a pencil and map out a few ideas in a sort of vague way. I think a novel's got to be something obsessive. Yes. And I really believe that it, it is an obsessional occupation because a novel should write probably to take maybe couple of years to write unless you are um you have a series on the go or something quite <laughs> I, I put out two a year victoria <laughs> oh my god no I, I had an awful feeling i was yeah. walking into a sort of horrible but this is my for me anyway no, but they're different books um, different books different genres so um so i think it you know it, if it's going to dominate your life it has to be something that you really feel you can't not write mm. um that's my sort of own approach to it so i don't think it can be a half-hearted occupation yeah um young writers i mean again i feel not in a very good position to, to talk to young writers because i'm didn't start till i was in my mid-40s and I I didn't even want to write a novel when I was young. Mm. So I had nothing to say. Um, so I don't necessarily think it's something that you have to start when you're young. I think it can be something that just grabs you when you're older. 100%. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I, I sometimes, you know, there's some brilliant first novels that get written because there's something passionately that a writer wants to get out there and then it might not happen again for them. So I don't think it is to do with age. I think you can be seized with the need to write a story when you're much older. So, yeah. I, I, it's it's so interesting that you've said that because, I mean, I have always wanted to be a writer and I went into advertising after university as a copywriter and then went into photography, blah, blah, blah. Um, But, I never felt like I had the story, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I didn't feel passionate about any story to spend as much time as you need to with the book. And then yeah. suddenly, yeah. you know, I was um, having coffee with a friend and, you know, I told her I wanted to write romance novels about photographers. And she was like, oh, you want to be wow. the Julie Cooper of photography? And it was like in that second, the idea, the book, the plot, everything came to me. Yeah, and great. The, You've got to have that moment, I yes. think. Yes. That moment of utter inspiration. And it's just, that's what it is. It is inspiration with a capital I. And I think unless you have that eureka moment, oh. you know, you can write a book, but I don't yeah. think it's going to be a book, if you're not thoroughly into it with all that energy and excitement, then the 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 reader never will be either. Of course, yes. so you remember that moment where you know exactly yeah. what I mean. Then it's that sort of bang. It's like hearing a a light. It is the light bulb moment. Yeah, it's like yeah. a bright light goes on, and you go, "That's what it is." Yeah, and then you you you. It's like a rocket being yeah. fired into the air. Then you go. And the interesting so, thing is that, you know, this came to you in your 40s. I'm also in my 40s. So my first book went out when I was 48. And, um, you know, it's almost a time where you're looking for that change. You you want something else to strike you. You want to do something else. You know what I yeah. mean? Well, in my case, um, to be absolutely honest with you, I was desperate to have another baby, a third child. Hmm. Um and it was sort of, you know, that early 40s where it was still possible. Yeah. Uh, and then suddenly um, I had an idea for my first novel. Hmm. And it was that creative, what I think I was needing was to be very creative. Hmm. Uh, and instead of having a baby, because it wasn't necessarily something that you know was was agreed and going to happen Mm. I suddenly that was this was my this was my creativity Mm. was to write and I was incredibly happy and excited and involved and wrapped up and I felt uh, just thrilled every day when I woke up having had the idea because I knew that was what I wanted to do and um, actually in life terms having a baby would have been hellish wasn't wasn't actually (laughs) what I really needed in my life um, or in our family life it would have been completely other life Um, but my life was you know because I had an idea that just was burning a hole in me you know I had to write it so yeah inspiration and need to write are, are are crucial I think yeah and I think that shows with novels that you know good thrillers good romances you know lots of great readable books are written that way but for me it has to be a sort of a burning idea yeah and all my books have carried me forward in terms of being absorbing for three years four years to work on since then you know I've always needed that um, sort of feeling that I was on a mission to write this book. <laughs> yes. How long did the figurine take to write? Um, well, from genesis to completion, four years. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's long, long. I'm a, I'm a slow coach. 
<laughs> well, you got to do the shopping in between, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I do the yeah. I do the shopping after at know? the end. At the Usually end. Usually in because I don't need to do shopping when I'm writing because I'm just sitting at my desk in a pair of old tracksuit yeah. trousers. Oh, I know. I've still got my uh, over the pandemic. I was probably sweaty Betty's biggest customer, and yeah, I'm still to this day exactly I'm wearing what it. I'm wearing. I've, I've never looked back. Elasticated <laughs> waistline. <laughs> Why? Why bother with a zip when it, when elastic was invented? <laughs> no, exactly, exactly, hundred percent. And so, about how about um researching for your novels? Um, how do you sort of dive into into that? Well, it always starts with reading, because mm-hmm. um, that's your kind of early part of the learning curve, and then it generally evolves into play. You know, I have to go and visit places. Mm. Um, and in the case of the figurine, that meant going on archaeological digs. Oh, fantastic. Um, and meeting archaeologists oh. and talking to them and people who have museums. Uh, so it's, it always sort of translates. There's always a slightly more academic yes. period when I feel I've really got to understand maybe more than I'm going to put in the book, but I oh, need yes. to know, you know, something a little bit more scientific is I suppose mm. what it is so yeah there's always a sort of reading visiting and people stage people mm. places stage yeah mm. yeah because I feel you know when I'm reading was reading the figurine um you do it's a light touch you know like I feel like I'm learning but I'm not being bashed over the head which I think well, is that that's yeah. the great compliment and that's what I always hope in a way, that's partly why my protagonist, she's going to be a scientist. Mm. Um, but because I'm not a scientist, I can't sort of overlay it with the science. I've got to sort of, it's the reader's, it's, it's, it's enough for the reader to know yeah. um, that, they, that they're that they told. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm glad you felt you weren't being bashed over the head by... No, definitely not. No. ...by sort of ceramic um, <laughs> analysis, because... <laughs> You know, I understood as much as I could possibly understand about it. Yes. Yeah. No, but no, I really enjoyed it. And it's made me want to go to Greece again. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's but on a good. more archaeological, because I feel like the only, like I've gone to Greece many times, but never really, yeah, more to enjoy the sunshine and the sand and sea and whatnot. And now I'm feeling like I'd really like to go to experience more of the archaeological side mm. of um you know, of the country, so. Good. You've done well, a good there's job. Plenty, there's plenty <laughs> of it where they're waiting for you, Julia. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sure there is. I mean, I was obsessed with Greek myths when I was little as well, so. Ah, you know, it's right. Really, well, uh, Yeah, that all colours the whole picture as well. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, well, thank you again for joining us. I have had an absolute blast chatting with you. And, um, and yeah, best of luck with the figurine. I'm sure it's going to top the charts as well, like, like all your other books. And, um, yeah, best of luck. Well, it's wonderful to talk to you. Thank you for having me. And um, thank you for listening to all your listeners. Two Lit Chicks is a podcast about the books we love and the writers who write them. And literary quizzes, let's not forget those. Find all our episodes on our website, juliabogio.com slash twolitchicks. <laughs>